0: Alright everybody, let's try that again. Yes, <laughs> I do that every week, and you every week Cal's got to help me. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got Big C in the studio and Downer 5 with me just now. We're going to try to fix ourselves up here. Alright, you're just listening to Big C, who does the best. I do my best. Does the best. So and I will
1: see you all tomorrow. He will, uh, right. we'll see okay, you around. Tips. Okay. Alright, you too, man.
0: In the studio with me today, I've got um, Larry Rose. Hello. Got you up there, Larry.
1: Yeah. Um, glad to be with you.
0: And Larry, um, we know affectionately as Doubter Five here at WOZO one hundred three point nine FM. You're um, on the Knox Community Well Being Show today, and he's going to talk to us about all—I mean—tremendous amount of things he's been doing in the community for a long time now. Yeah. Um, Pretty exoken. much all
1: atheist-related, or yep. free thought-related.
0: Free thought, rationalist, atheist-related. He's uh-huh. also one of the people who trained me extensively,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so thank you for that. Oh, happy to. So I'm going to let you get started talking, and and then um, while we're doing that, um, I'm going to pull up some stuff here so we can play a little music here in a little bit, but I'm just going to let you get started, Leigh. So you do your show, and I'll let you talk about that, and then let you talk about okay. how you got started.
1: All right, my radio show is on Wednesday. It's from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock every Wednesday here on WZO Radio 103.9 LPFM in Knoxville, Tennessee. And if that sounds rehearsed, it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we, we do a atheist call-in radio show. It's all, it's all about atheism, free thought, tech, uh, rational thought, uh, religion, religious books, religious thought, faith, etc., we discuss it all. We invite the audience to uh, participate. They're calling in. Um, and, of course, I'm sure Heather invites you today to call in as well. Yes, I
0: do. Yeah. And that number, thank you, is 865-333-5937.
1: If you're used to the studio, it's the regular studio number. And uh, I also started the Atheist Society of Knoxville, or ASK, It's been 16 years now that they've been going, going strong with over 800 members now. Uh, We meet every Tuesday night uh, just for happy hour, conversation, dinner, and drinks at uh, the Black Horse Pub down in Bearden off of Kingston Pike. Everybody's welcome to come as long as you don't come to preach, proselytize, provoke, or punch. Thank you, Matt Dillahunty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so you started... um you started working. You started doing this a long time ago. Oh, I mean, the you show! S- yeah, the show. But you started way before then. You, oh. You know yeah. when I, I, um, you know I did a a little film and I interviewed you and you talked to me about the very beginnings of what got you oh. that led you here in the Atheist Society of Knoxville, and the Rationalist Society. Oh, you, City. You're
1: looking for the history. I'm of, looking for I mean, the history. In yes. My history or
0: Either one, because
1: well,
0: you are the founder, so.
1: Well, I, uh, I was a believer. Most, most atheists were believers at one time. I won't say all. There are a few that were raised secularly. But, uh, most, I'd say 90-95% of all atheists out there were former believers. And that's one of the things that most believers can't seem to get their head around. Uh, I met a, I met a believer yesterday and, uh, he talked to me about, he says, I need to sit down and tell you about Jesus so what makes you think I don't know I was raised Christian I was raised in a Christian family uh, and and going to church and studying the Bible and all of that stuff but I grew up as it were I no longer believe in talking snakes and talking donkeys and angels and demons and hell and and all of that stuff so sorry uh, talking to me about Jesus is not going to do much good I don't believe that stuff anymore and that all took place in college. Uh, it happens for a lot of people in college. Because basically they learn how to think in college. Uh, they do assignments and do some rudimentary thinking in high school. Uh, but after that, I mean, they just let it go and they, they take the Christian claims on face value and don't question them. Then therein lies the problem. But I was an atheist in the closet, or in the atheist closet, for 30 years because I just didn't want to buck the system. I didn't think it was worthwhile to even talk about atheism because you know, most people don't like it. And, you know, religion's their own personal affair. But in 2001, 9-11 specifically, we came under attack from religious people. And that was also the same year that I was reading a book by Carl Sagan called A Demon Haunted World, and it outlined the various problems that religion has caused society down through the ages that I really had not become aware of. Um, so I I started uh, uh, this group, the Atheist Society of Knoxville. I started a digital free thought radio. i um, sorry, digital free thought blog. Uh, website, uh, started talking to people, came out of the closet, and became active. And the rest is history, I guess. That was 16 years ago.
0: The rest 17. is a lot of history. because There's a lot of history that has happened in that 16 years. There was something that you talked to me about in the film about marginalization. And so in, in the community work that I do, I do a lot of work around inequalities. Uh-huh. And there was, and it was an interesting thing for me to think about. Sorry, folks, we've got a, a fire engine in the background. You can hear probably. In mm-hmm. um, and, and you talked about this how you stayed in the closet because, especially back before 9/11, it was not, especially in the South, not a comfortable thing to no, talk no, about. No, no.
1: Matter of fact, for years and years, it was, um, you know, it was like. Well, one person who did come out in the 60s was. Uh, uh, the American atheist, American atheist founder. Uh, what's her name? I never can remember names. Mm-hmm. Um, she was called the most hated woman in America at the time, and she's the one who took the
2: mm-hmm.
1: the court case to the Supreme Court to get uh, teacher led prayer taken out of school. Um, founder of the American Atheists. Let's have a look. Yeah, Heather's doing it that? now. There's an old saying says the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. But I think Google <laughs> beats them both.
2: Madeline
1: Madeline Murray uh, O'Hare. O'Hare yeah. uh, she was the most hated woman in America at the time. but And atheists per se have, have always gotten short shrift with the media, uh, politicians, church leaders, just regular on-the-street guys because they've been demonized by the religious people, mm-hmm. which make up the, uh, most of the society. For centuries, millennia. you know. matter of fact, during uh, the Spanish Inquisition and the, the other... Red, there are several Inquisitions, not just the Spanish. Mm-hmm. But uh, the church, if they found out you weren't a believer, they could haul you in and torture you until you claimed to believe or died yes. or were burned at the stake. Mm-hmm. And some of this is still going on in the world today. If you look at the Middle Eastern uh, Muslim countries, if you're found out not to believe, they, they will a lot of times... Uh, throw you in jail, torture you, beat you, and maybe even throw you off a building. So uh, some places don't take lightly to non-belief. Luckily, America is a, an enlightened society. Uh, most of Europe and China and Japan are uh, enlightened societies which understand that uh, belief comes in all sizes, including non-belief. And there's nothing wrong with people believing what they want to believe. As long as it does no harm, and that's that's where uh, our atheists have a problem with religion. It does harm. It has done harm in the world for millennia. But so when do you,
0: do? you so when you were in college, you you.
1: Oh. I met my first atheist. Mm -hmm. I went to college after I went through high school and the Navy. I went uh, four years in the Navy and got out, got the GI Bill, put myself through college here at UT. Thank you for your service. Oh sure, Mm -hmm. thank you. I met my first atheist. (laughs) Hilda was 17 when I got there and met her. But she was, uh, she was raised in a church, her father was a deacon in the Southern Baptist Church, and she was an atheist. Wow. And I had the same questions for her that most Christians have for me mm-hmm. these days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How can you not believe in God? You know, but, but what about what it says in the Bible? What about all the stories? What about all the people who believe? And she had very good answers for all of those questions. And um, I'm in the process, I guess, of making mm-hmm. those answers available to the general public through my website, digitalfreethought.com, and my book, Atheism, What's It All About? Which is available on uh, Amazon right
0: now. And so, when you once you talk to her, and you and and this is something that you and your um, your co-host um, Wombat, if Wombat's listening, I know he's I know he's around here somewhere <laughs> this yeah. weekend. He came into
1: town this weekend. He came he's into in town. Usually in Kentucky.
0: Yeah, and we're going to have him, as it turns out, on the show in a couple of weeks because he mm-hmm. couldn't make today. Okay. Um, and he's going to talk about street epistemology, which is what you all do a lot of on. Well, he does a lot he of it on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. when you if I may
1: put in a plug for him, mm-hmm. he's going to be at the Rationalist meeting tomorrow. They only have, uh, Rationalists have two meetings a month, two public meetings. And the first one is the first Sunday of the month, which is tomorrow, at the Pellissippi State campus on the Goins Administration building. So if you want to, you can go and see, uh, we'll come, go in here, uh, Wombat speak on street epistemology mm-hmm. tomorrow at uh, about 10.30. So it's Sunday ten thirty at City.
0: Yeah, and he may be listed as Dr. Tyrone Wells mm-hmm. or Dr. Ty Wells in case he's out there listening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when you so um, when you this was um, on one of the shows that I was um, coming in and doing training with, you talked about, and the guest at that time talked about how it was a process to go from um, being a person who believed in a religious or faith system. So this is not something that happens overnight.
1: No, no. matter of fact, uh, a lot of uh, religious people will think will, will think that it's a lot like a religious conversion, where they, you know, realized one day that Jesus was real and in, and in their life and, the, and an epiphany happened and all of a sudden they're a believer. No, when you go the other way, it, it can sometimes take years. Mm-hmm. Um, Matter of fact, uh, you can, you can start having small nagging doubts. You can ask questions that no longer, I mean, that the answers no longer suffice. Um, you know, they, like, they say, how could Adam and Eve have talked to a snake? And uh, the preacher tells you, well, there was the devil and the serpent, you know, he, he controlled the serpent and made him speak and say well it doesn't say that in the bible and after once you go to the bible and read the chapter it doesn't say anything about satan in there
2: yeah.
1: which will start a short a small nagging doubt in your brain mm-hmm. it just says serpent and if a serpent can speak and then later on in the bible not very much later on by the way uh, a donkey speaks mm-hmm. And then uh, he sees angels, which are invisible. The donkey does. And and just on and on and on. And the only explanation is a book of old stories. Mm -hmm. After a while, you just start thinking about it. It's like when you were a kid and uh, you recognized that the the presents that you got from Santa Claus had your mother's handwriting on it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's little small nagging doubts. And then finally one day you say... I don't believe that anymore. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't handle that. It's not—it's not, it's, it's not rational, and indeed, it is not.
0: And so, um, you know, there's—it's a—it's a, it's a long growing process, and then—and um, then there comes a point, and I'm going to ask you a few questions. That we're going to listen to some music in a minute, but um, there there comes some there comes a point where it's not just about one faith. You start to examine faith in, oh, general. in general,
1: right? You do. Uh, and you find out that no other faiths have any better evidence for them than Christianity does, mm-hmm. but they all have the same about the same level of, of evidence, which is some old book full of stories mm-hmm. that you must accept on their face value. And when they when you say, "Yeah, but what's the evidence behind those stories?" Ninety nine percent of the time, your preacher is just going to say, "You got to have faith." Mm-hmm. And if they say you got to have faith for every other religion, what does that say about your own religion? If you can use faith to believe anything, any religion, yeah. then what makes that a good guide to reality? Right. Yeah.
0: And so one of the questions you talked about that you receive a lot is, how is, and we maybe talk about this when we come back from the first song.
2: Okay. We'll
0: talk about, well, we like, I'd like for you to tell um, listeners, the difference between rationalism, atheism, agnosticism, all those things, oh, sure. but not yet. Yeah, happy to. <laughs> and, but also, what brings you to, cause another thing that, in, and you and Wombat particularly talk about is science and the argument about science, which we know is an issue now with people saying that science isn't necessarily truth either. And we've talked about truth on the show in the past. So, um, so those are some things, but I also want you to talk about the the work how you came to wozo which is another story mm-hmm. and then also about the TV show you had and all mm-hmm. kinds of things okay. around that so sure. it's still
1: going on it's still but, going
0: on mm, that's right um,
1: go to digitalfreethought.com slash heather so
0: we're gonna play well, and you're yeah. gonna tell us about the first song go ahead
1: and uh, uh, do, imagine uh, or let it no, go let's or do symphony of science okay. since we were talking about science just mm-hmm. now it's yeah. one of the things that uh, we at the Atheist Society of Knoxville um, promote. We talk. We promote rational thought, uh, skepticism, and science because there is no better tool, no better tool for learning about our universe than the methods of science. And as soon as you learn that, or as sooner that you learn that, the better. <laughs> uh, it, it just. Other than that, if you, if you have to have something like faith, then you're, you're admitting. That you don't have good evidence for it, or you wouldn't even use the faith. You'd use the evidence. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is called, um, um.
0: Symphony of Science. Oh, you we're yeah. we're going to stop it for just a minute make sure we get ourselves turned up here. Okay. Alright.
1: Symphony of Science. And I'm trying to remember the rest of them.
0: Science oh, and light, light, Waves of Light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: most enduring of questions it's a story that we wouldn't be able to tell were it not for the one thing that connects us vividly to our vast cosmos light through light we can stare back across the entire history of the universe and discover how it all began See those ancient beams of light are messages from the distant past and they carry with them a story. A story of the origin of the universe. Gaze up into the night sky, capture the light and read the story of the universe. Isn't it a wonderful thing we are part of the universe? Isn't it a wonderful thing the story of the Universe, is our story The story of the Universe, is our story Carried on waves of light Wave after wave after wave of light All the colors of the rainbow Colors of the rainbow Wave after wave after wave of light All the colors of the rainbow Colors of the rainbow Light can transport us to the past, and we have become virtual time travelers. Night falls, darker and darker, and the universe fades into view. Night falls, darker and darker, darker and darker. Stars being born in Million worlds created by gravity, stars that shine with the light of a thousand suns, and vast swirling galaxies. These waves of light, messages from across the cosmos, and through them we have discovered the wonders of our galaxy, frozen in time. Up into the night sky, capture the light, and read the story of the universe, isn't it a wonderful thing, we are part of the universe, isn't it a wonderful thing, the story of the universe, the of the universe is our story, the story of the universe is our story, carried on waves of light, waves Wave of light. All the colors of the rainbow, colors of the rainbow Wave after wave after wave of light All the colors of the rainbow, colors of the rainbow Billions and billions of stars shining in the sky The story of the universe Carried on waves of light Gaze up into the night skies, capture the light, and read the story of the universe.
0: All right, so that was...
1: The Symphony of Science, Waves of Light. And we probably need to talk about that just for a second. Why did I choose this song? Well, you know how much we say that we know about the universe. You know, how stars are made, how comets uh, behave, um, the age of the universe, the age of stars and planets and other... All of this comes to us on waves of light. We have no other way of knowing about the stars other than just the light that they put out. And there is so much information in that light. Uh, spectroscopy has brought this to, uh, to us, uh, ba- starting back in the 20s, I think when, um, oh, what's the name of that big telescope we have out in space? Right? Hubble. Hubble. Yeah. Edwin Hubble. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> He's named, a, it was named after him. He's the one who happened to notice that all the, uh, galaxies were moving away from each other, basically. And he only found that out because of the information carried in the waves of light. So there's just so much out there that we know about the universe due to the waves of light, and this is a song by Symphony of Science who uh, put it to music. Symphony of Science, if you go on YouTube and do a search for them, you'll find that they have uh, probably three or four dozen songs out there uh, using different science uh, scientists as their vocal background, which they then in autotune, uh, to make the right key with the music. But it's very, very interesting music and they have videos with it too so it's it's interesting to watch.
0: I just realized I'm trying, I was um, supposed to be recording my show. I'm recording. Thankfully, Larry is smart, very wise <laughs> about this. He's, he teaches me everything and so he's recording this thankfully. Um, um, this is something i 'm going to be doing um, for all of my previous shows and and going forward, but at, at any rate i 'm going to have a little go at doing that um, in, in the meantime um, so um, when you when you started um, so you went through college and you and you came to the point where you started now sixteen years ago. Well, and I, I, I want to back up for a minute and, and come back to that issue of marginalization because in in inequalities we often think about marginalization being related to only um, mm-hmm. the um, the issues around things like race or structural or systemic or gender or gender mm-hmm. or and we do say religion but mm-hmm. we don't generally think of religion as in. Atheism, agnosticism, lack of religion, lack of religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or we talk about socioeconomic status. And it, it was actually really profound for me when I was interviewing the first time when you talked about how you had to be very careful, and your group had to be very careful because you 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 would have received hate as well.
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, the TV show is an example of that. Uh, it, I told you about the radio show, which comes on Wednesdays. It's from seven to eight here on WOZO Radio. But the TV show used to come on Tuesday, and they recently had a chance to get a better uh, time slot, so they moved it to Wednesday to six thirty to seven thirty mm-hmm. so we overlap a little bit the radio show and the TV show, which is one of the reasons I can't do the TV show anymore. Yeah. but I was the executive producer of that show for the first four years it's been on eight years now, and it's a lot of fun i think we we take calls from the audience it goes out on community tv so we've got eight years worth of uh, archives that if you want to find them they're on youtube just do a search for digital i'm sorry for free thought forum knoxville on youtube and uh, you'll be able to see some of the old shows we've got lots of them out there not as many as the atheist society of texas And if you'd like to uh, watch some of their shows, just as a side plug, go to atheist-experience.org, I believe it is. And uh, you can watch 15 years of Atheist TV, uh, call-in TV Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we would get people calling in telling us we're going to hell, Mm -hmm. um, telling us that we're not fair in other words it's okay for religious people to have TV shows 90% of the time on like community TV, community TV but yeah. if you get one atheist show it's not fair to mm-hmm. religion it's mm-hmm. not fair to Christianity mm-hmm. I would think it would be more like it would be fair if it were 50-50 but yeah. that's not how they see it
2: Yeah
0: And so in at that time did you all I mean you you made it, you made a really um uh, valid statement And um, I want you to talk about it for just a minute But first I want to remind people You're listening to Knox Community Well-Be On 103.9 FM WOZO And we're talking with ja- um, Larry Rhodes Who I know affectionately as Doubter 5 And he's a DJ here my amongst DJ Many things yeah. <laughs> um, um, you talked um, to me about When we were doing uh, the first interview With the film That um, Well it's just gone right out of my head we're talking about...
1: I don't know. You yeah. want to get back to what an atheism
0: is? Because Please, you, you go and, ahead, because I've got a question. After, I, I want right? you to a- uh, answer that. But it, this was a question I'm to think about for a minute. because. you
1: write down your yes. I'm um, so
0: busy thinking about all the yeah. next questions. A lot of
1: people uh, are confused about what atheism versus agnosticism is. Um, atheism is a lack of belief in God. Now, we're... Agnosticism is not a halfway house between belief and non-belief. Agnosticism has nothing to do with belief, and that's, okay. that's the that's the breaking point. That's where the sticking point, I guess I should say. Gnosticism and agnosticism have to do with knowledge or claimed knowledge. In other words, I'll make it clear in a statement: I don't know that there are no gods, so I'm an agnostic. I don't believe in any so I'm an atheist so I'm both an agnostic and an atheist and uh, as far as you asked me to talk about rationalism it's just a person who uses rational uh, uh, and logical thought processes to come to uh, conclusions about uh, the world and reality rather than having it based on faith or wishful thinking as we call it
0: so can so can people be? Uh, and you were just saying this. So you can be a mix of all of that. Sure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And you so you can actually be an irrational agnostic atheist, <laughs> a rational agnostic theist. You know. uh, um, but that's kind of hard. <laughs>
2: that's kind of hard. <laughs> 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 this
0: is this. Uh, yep. So I re- I do remember now what I was going to say to you. You mentioned in in the when we were doing the film that. Um, that
1: what film are you referring to?
0: Oh, the film I did for my, so this is a film I did that, um, explores the oh. history of the birdhouse and W.O.Z.O. Okay,
1: documentary.
0: Documentary. Yeah. Uh, um the a film is a, I say that from my Scottish background is, you uh, say everything is a film. No, it was like a little documentary. Um, you talked, you said something that was really profound. I wonder if you'd speak for an, a minute or so on it. You said, when we were talking about marginalization, that when you formed the Atheist Society, here in Knoxville, yep. it was because you were not welcome in society, and the next logical step was to form your own.
1: Well, yeah, we have. I formed it so that atheists, who are not accepted in society generally, uh, are who are marginalized because the you know if, if you come out to your family and say I don't believe in God, a lot of times they will shun you, and and some a fundamentalist religion will actually kick you out of the house like Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. uh, or <coughs> excuse me bugging my throat um, they will okay, may, may cut off your support may keep you from going to school let's say your parents said that they were going to send you to college and then you, in high school you come out and say you don't believe in God anymore well they may take all of their uh, support from you and you end up not going to college uh, It's it's very possible and probable now, i won't say probable but it happens all the time you can go on youtube and watch videos of people coming out to the family um i don't really recommend doing it that way yeah. it puts a lot of pressure on everybody mm-hmm. but um it's just it's hateful it's irresponsible it's uh i don't know it's just it's just not a good thing to happen to, to a family. And it's not the person's fault who doesn't believe in God. You cannot make yourself believe in something. Mm-hmm. Can you make yourself believe in Santa Claus if somebody had, uh, like a, a knife to your throat? Mm-hmm. You could make yourself say mm-hmm. you believed in God, but you couldn't actually believe it. Your belief wouldn't come.
0: And this is the reason I I come back to that is I was at an event last night for Trans Empowerment Project and I want to do a shout out to our DJ Jack Knoxville, and this was a very similar statement he was making. They you know they're through no choice of their own, they're in the same position coming out to their right. family, ending up out on the street sometimes, right. completely disowned or right. all kinds of things that happen. And so this happens.
2: With
1: and think about what might happen to you if you lived in a country like Afghanistan and mm-hmm. Pakistan,
2: yeah. or Pakistan,
1: or even India for that matter, and then come out of, you know, as an atheist. As an atheist.
2: Um,
1: they they very well might likely take your life yes. from, from you.
0: So so you formed the Atheist Society of Knoxville, which is now um, 800 members strong.
1: 823, I think, this morning.
0: And you told me the story of how you formed it in the very first oh. meeting.
1: Oh, the very first meeting?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let me let me just step back and say that uh, I'm also a member of the Rationalists of East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They've actually been around longer than the ASK. Mm-hmm. They w- they've they been around for about 20 years, and I was a member of the Rationalists before I started Atheists. And really the, the thing about it is it comes, this marginalization of atheists even mm-hmm. uh, played in a little bit in the Rationalists. Mm-hmm. It doesn't anymore, right. but at the time it did, right. uh, 16 years ago. Uh, they did not want to use the A word,
2: right. the atheist word, right. for,
1: for their group. Yeah. Uh, they said, well, we're not all atheists. You know, some of us are, are, you know, believers. Our, you know, b- we believe in deism. We believe in a God that doesn't in- involve himself in the current universe, or in any way. I said, well, that's fine, but atheism is a valid word. It's not a dirty word. Mm-hmm. You should not s- shy away from using it just to, uh, um, uh, what is the word? Placate just to placate the very people who made it a dirty word in the first place—the yeah. religious
4: people. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I said, I'm going to try to. I'm going to start a group with atheists in the name, <laughs> and we're, we're not going to be ashamed of it. We're going to uh, be out and proud, and a lot like you know, yeah, the true. homosexual yeah. uh, community did.
0: LGBT. But uh, it's
1: it's important to own up to what you are especially if it causes no harm and actually is a good thing i think it's it's one of the most thing proudest things i have done in my life was to see my way through all the religious programming the society pushes on you uh, Mm -hmm. from birth on every level of government every person on tv every i mean every sunday you're inundated with uh, religious programming any am radio station you have to turn into now is going to be preaching just our society is inundated with religious preaching and religion at every level of government and to have seen your way through that and realize that it just all mirrors and smoke Mm -hmm. and has no evidence at its base um makes me proud and i'm not going to be ashamed to hide behind another word just so i don't use the word that describes that
0: yes we often use the word empowerment in other parts of society to say that, right. so that's exactly what has happened for you and for lots and lots of people here right. locally who had nowhere else to go. So, um, so can we play, you want to play another song? Sure. And um, then we'll talk some more about how you came to WOZO? Yeah,
1: let's play the song that uh, really epitomizes uh, the atheists, because... It's Letting Go of God. Uh, it's my theme song for my radio show. And when you're when you're a believer and you start having these doubts over the course of years, you will realize that God's just not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, His voice. Uh, Julia Sweeney in her one-woman show, Letting Go of God, which this music comes from, uh, says that the voice in the back of her head that says there is no God gets louder and louder until you just can't ignore it Mm -hmm. and this song is letting go of God
0: all right we're going to play that now
2: I was a catholic girl loved the mass I watched the swirl of smoke from candles burning while mary looked up yearning I got confirmed and I confessed. I really felt that I was blessed. Plus, I love my uniform, so did the boy who lived next door. But something changed when I became of age. And all those things I thought were true. Someday I'd break the big down. Oh, i trying to feel something I came back home, I won't let go So much more for me to know I read the Tao of Physics And all those quantum mystics Something did feel right The arguments weren't all that tight And all those things I thought were true Someday i would my big victim
0: So that was?
1: Oh, that was Julie, Jules Sebole, S-E-B-U-L-E, something like that. Mm -hmm. S-O-B-U-L-E. Very good song. It really kind of sums up, you know, the process that you end up going through. But if anybody has a chance to uh, listen to Julia Sweeney talk about letting go of God, uh, she has a one-woman show out there. It's about an hour and a half long. You can get it on DVD. Uh, But, it's really something. Uh, she's she's got a, look, a good sense of humor that, mm. that carries it off. And mm. She's the one who played Pat. That's on right. Night I, Live.
0: That, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. you're listening to Knox Community Wellbeing. This is Anum and Doubter Five, and this is uh, one of three point nine FM WOZO. We're talking to uh, Larry Rhodes, who we know as Doubter Five, mm-hmm. about his um, work with or his founding of uh, the Atheist Society of Knoxville and, and Digital Free Thought. TV and
2: forum,
1: no, digital no. free thought radio show TV, yep. and blog
2: and blog. But
1: the TV show is actually a production of ASK and RAT. Yeah, they really does not have anything to do with digital free thought.
0: Right. So, do you, will you talk to me a little bit now yeah. about the really cool story you tell me that involves another one of our DJs and how you uh, came to be at WOZO?
1: Yeah, I, I started to okay. hear about two years ago. Um, I have a habit of going down to the Market Square Mall, setting up a little table, like, like, talk to an atheist table. I don't do it very often, but, you know, two, three times a year, I'll go down there and uh, uh, have some people from ASK or R E T who's interested in doing that come down with me. And we were sitting there and ask, answering questions about atheism when uh, when we had a guy come up to us who was dressed as a Sikh, mm-hmm. which is uh, an Eastern religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. call it Western religion. Uh,
2: well,
0: I don't know. It's
1: from the eastern side of the Mediterranean, I would yes. think, Middle East.
0: Right.
1: So uh, he came up. I thought, oh, boy, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but he says, you're, you're talking about atheism. I said, yeah. He says, well, that's very cool. And he said, do you uh, have any interest in doing a radio show on that? I said, Yes, <laughs> and he said. Well, we have a radio station. We're always looking for DJs. So I said, really? What station? And he said, WOZL Radio. And I did not know anything about it, uh, but I certainly took down the information. And Binda, thank you so very much for yeah, coming Binda. up, coming up to the, the the booth and talking to us about it and letting me know about it. It's been two years, and I've gotten, I've recorded a lot of my shows and put them up online on my my website called digitalfreethought.com, b- the blog. Uh, be sure to click on the blog button if you go there. And, uh, I've got 98 shows recorded oh, yeah. and online uh, that, uh, Wombat and I have done and other people. I've interviewed people about their books, interviewed people about, uh, from Rationalists of East Tennessee and the Freedom from Religion Foundation. And uh, several things, I've done a few interviews myself, mm-hmm. but mostly lately it's been Wombat and I, and he's been talking about uh, street epistemology. Of course, we talked about him coming to town tomorrow to give a talk on that. Yeah but uh, it's been a a real fun two years if you have ever dreamed of being a dj this is the place to go yes
2: indeed
1: it's uh freewheeling and that if you if you make it through the vetting process which is not hard hard. we're friendly people Mm -hmm. and we all vote on whether to take you in or not and it's, it's not like an executive decision, like guy gives you the evil eye and you're mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. But you do have to pay uh, $20, $20 a month. A month. Uh, and that money goes to keeping the station on the air. So it is a, a DJ run and supported radio station. Uh, if you got a DJ slot, then you can play any music that you want to. Uh, barring profanity, you can say pretty much anything you want to. Uh, and, uh, and just, you have full autonomy for your show. So anyway, if you want to be a DJ? Come down and talk to us about it. Uh, our first monthly meeting is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, be at the birdhouse at two o'clock and raise your hand whenever they ask you if there's anybody here who wants to be a DJ. Yes.
0: Come with your show idea. That's right. Come along at two o'clock. Be
1: prepared to talk about your show, mm-hmm. uh, that you have in mind.
0: Um, and the birdhouse um, is located at f- uh, 400, no, 800, 4th and Gill. Anyway, fourth, fourth and Gill. it's on the corner mm-hmm. of 4th and Gill. Right. Y- right. It, um, you can find it on the Internet. Um, and so, um, and also, if you love our, if you love WOZO, please go on uh, onto the website and 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 think about supporting us, even if it's just a dollar. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything is supported by our our uh, DJ dues, except and donations and donations. So, right.
1: And so there's a donate button right there. There
0: is okay. a donate. <laughs> there are two donate buttons on there now. Um, so you came to WOZO and, you, and now you're doing. Uh, you all are doing, a, and Wombat particularly is going. Uh, he's going to come talk to me in a couple of weeks. Yes. Um, I'm doing a thing called Street Epistemology. So when you talk on your show, is there um, do you is there a general other than atheism, of course, within that? Do you all have a theme that you kind of talk about every week? What do you... What well, do, what can like people I say, lately, the
1: last couple of months has been pretty much street epistemology. Uh, when I first started the show, um, I had a website, the blog, that I wanted to reflect the information on the blog on the show. And I did that. I did that mostly by reading the blog on the show. Mm-hmm. And occasionally when I, when I find that I'm doing the show by myself, I will sometimes do that. I'll pick an article from the blog and read it and discuss it with the, with the audience, uh, discuss what it means. So if you, uh, uh, want to know about the things that we discuss on the show, you can go to digitalfreethought.com, the blog, and I have, gosh, I probably have 65 or 70 articles on there talking about every aspect of uh, religion, uh, Christianity, atheism, anti-apologetics, apologetics, all of that on there. And I've turned it into a book, as I mentioned earlier, called Atheism, What's It All About?, which I'm currently in the process of updating and adding to. So and they
0: can find that online. Can you too. find that
1: on, just go to Amazon, mm-hmm. type in atheism, what's it all about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, you can pull it up, download it as Kindle or paperback.
0: And so, when is your show? Can you remind us, and and um, and and people can call in?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's a call in atheist uh, TV, uh, radio show. However, uh, we don't get many callers, so I'm inviting everybody to Please put do. it in, you know, Mark the date every Wednesday, yes. seven o'clock. And if you want to warm up for this show, yes. <laughs> watch the TV show Wednesdays <laughs> at
2: six thirty.
1: It starts. Uh, so you know what is it? Oh yeah, it's, it's Community Access TV, which is Comcast Channel Twelve. That's the TV show, and of course the station you're listening to now. Is the radio show, 103.9 LPFM, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee.
0: Yes, sir. You can tell Dowder's been doing this for (laughs) a couple of years now. Do you want to play another song? you want to talk a little bit more?
1: Ah, the song will be good. My voice is there. Your voice needs a little little rest. um, Uh, Let's do the fun one. There's a, I brought a a song just for fun. It's called, Why Don't Bees Go to Heaven?
0: And it is a fun song, so we're going to play that just now. Yeah.
4: To think they are the purpose of the universe When they only just arrived on the scene What's even worse, they bear a curse Of believing they're the only form of life To never die and go on living Somewhere high up in the sky Somewhere high up in the sky So why don't bees go to heaven And trees go to heaven Amoeba, krill and fleas go to heaven It's not surprising that they're not arising Cause man created God This grain of sand upon an infinite beach Had been supporting life for trillions of spins Then along came humans who started assuming That this was where it begins So profoundly naive they began to perceive These primates were the only ones To never die and go on living Somewhere high up in the sky Somewhere high up in the sky So why don't worms go to heaven And germs go to heaven Spiders, snakes and sperms go to heaven It's quite expected that they're not resurrected Cause man created a God If man created Zeus and the god of the sun If man created Shiva and the god of Abraham From all of life, why should the only one saved Be the species worst behaved? Well, that's because that same species Homo sapiens carries the Hutzpah gene To think they are the purpose of the universe When they only just arrived on the scene What's even worse, they bear a curse of believing they're the only form of life To never die and go on living somewhere high up in the sky sky. So why don't whales go to heaven, snails go to heaven, orangutans and quail go to heaven they don't think twice about paradise, because man created God. So why don't bees go to heaven, and trees go to heaven? Amoeba, krill, and fleas go to heaven. It's not surprising that they're not arising, because man created God. So why don't worms go to heaven, and germs go to heaven? Spiders, snakes, and sperms go to heaven. It's quite expected that they're not resurrected because man created God. So why don't bees go to heaven? And trees go to heaven. Amoeba, krill, and fleas go to heaven.
0: And that was?
1: Uh, why don't bees go to heaven? <laughs> and that's a good question. <laughs> you know, they everybody in the world doesn't have any problem at all thinking that every single living thing on the earth dies and that's it but humans oh we got to be different that's you know we're too special we have to go someplace great after we die or really terrible if we're not good
2: yeah
1: but the thing about it is if you read the bible uh and i'm talking specifically about christianity now it has really nothing to do with whether you're good or bad it's whether you believe it's the Tinkerbell effect Mm, (laughs) you have to believe and if you believe in God and Jesus and accept them into your heart you're you're in heaven
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but I mean even Jeffrey Dahmer accepted Jesus in in, uh, prison and theoretically he's in heaven Hitler was a Christian, he was a Catholic he's probably in heaven but considering Christianity all the Jews that he killed Mm -hmm. are in hell because Mm -hmm. they didn't accept uh, Jesus Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, they say you got to be good to go to heaven, but it really has nothing to do with it, even according to their own theology.
0: And, you know, a lot of times we do this um, trying to make meaning out of ourselves, like we need to f- have that need mm-hmm. to feel like we, d- we don't stop existing, because death right. is a very scary thing. I'm glad you
1: brought that up. The mm-hmm. thing about it is... Meaning is something that you assign. It's, it's something that you decide to give to yourself. Yeah. It's it's. It, I can't think of anything more important than to give your own, give meaning to your own life the way that you want to, mm-hmm. and not let some church dictate mm-hmm. what your what your the meaning to your life is based on what they want you to do yeah. or what they believe.
0: Yeah. So, can you talk to me a little bit about where? Um, at which I love the acronym for Atheist Society because uh, it's, A- yeah. yeah. it's ASK it's mm-hmm. ASK so you'll see those stickers around town yeah. um, and you can ask just yeah. ask
1: well, one of the things that we put on our cards that we hand out is that um, science has questions that may never be answered mm. but religion has answers that may never be questioned
2: mm. ask <laughs> Ask
1: those questions yes. And uh, yeah. but it all kind of evolved about the same time um, you know 15-14 years ago of course when we first started the group it, didn't, it wasn't called ASK
2: mm-hmm. it
1: was just Knoxville Atheists mm-hmm. and Atheist Society of Knoxville just came up around the acronym
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, ASK because we want people to ask those questions
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, don't just accept the claims of religion without asking those questions mm-hmm. you ask them at a child as a child but, and then you weren't allowed to ask anymore. They just told you to shut up. Yes. <laughs> so.
0: And that is true of almost every aspect mm-hmm. of our life. We would not ever say to someone, well, and when we do say to people, mm-hmm. don't question, then we are definitely into marginalized right, the marginalized right. areas of
1: life. I don't trust anybody. This mm-hmm. says, don't question what I tell you. Mm-hmm. They're not your friend.
0: Yeah. So, w- when, because uh, we've got a few more minutes left in the show. Um, where, can you remind me where people can go to meet? You mentioned it earlier in the show, and it's a sure. place I was at last night, actually.
1: Okay, so. the Atheist Society of Knoxville meets every Tuesday night at, uh, the Black Horse Pub. Uh, I have to remember it because it changes mm-hmm. every couple of years. Mm-hmm. We we'll go to different places. But the Black Horse Pub is off of Kingston Pike in the Bearden area, pretty much across the street from, um, the Bearden Beer Market, if you know where that yes. is.
2: Over there American. toward
1: the the ice chalet. Yes, you
2: know.
1: yeah. But come down five thirty to about seven thirty, uh, have a drink, conversation, dinner. Everybody's welcome. Just don't come to preach, proselytize, provoke, or punch. Hmm. And we'd be happy to sit down and we guarantee you good conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to say you're have been um, you know you're listening to Knox Community Well B. This is one oh three point nine W Nope, let me back that up. One oh three point nine WOZO. You've seven been LP. LP, <laughs> got to remember to say that. Um, and this is Annam and this is also Doubter Five, whose show is Digital you know Free
1: Thought Radio Hour, seven to eight every Wednesday on this channel this
0: So, do you want to close this out with your last song?
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, it's the one that everybody recognizes for atheism, mm-hmm. but it, it's a good song, and it, it uh, has hope for the future uh, based on non-belief. Uh, remember all christians will tell you that the world's going to end here shortly and they constantly give you new dates for the world of mm-hmm. ending uh, world ending but without religion you don't have to worry about the world ending next week or week after or whatever we can go on and have a star trek type of future Yay, star trek <laughs> yeah and well there's a comic that i saw online the uh, uh, son says dad why is there no religion in star trek And the guy, the father answered him, Well, son, that's (laughs) the (laughs) future.
0: Well, I want to thank you, Larry, for coming on the show. My pleasure. I mean, you have been uh, a. well, I mean, you've trained me every step of the way, so I really appreciate it, and, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, having further conversations with you. Um, again, 103.9 FM, W O Z O L P FM. This is Anna, Knox Community Wellbeing, and Doubter Five. We're going to just play the last minute or so yeah. of this song. Thank you for listening. Oxville